Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. What's up and welcome back to Kind of Funny Games Daily for Friday, April 14th, 2023. Of course, I'm Tim Geddes and I'm joined by the new face of video games, Blessing Adeoye Jr. Good morning, Tim. I love the outfit today. Thank you. I, I love it so very, very much. It's oh. my Vin Diesel shirt. You have a shirt that I'm just says now. Vin Diesel. <laughs> my arms got stuck in a wind and the jacket was off a little bit, so it wrapped around and I like cuffed myself. I cuffed I mean, myself, if anything, everybody. If anything, it's impressive that you're able to pull that off. Like I've never seen somebody do that before. That was that was wild. trying to take off a bomber jacket in a cool way, and all of a sudden they're just all tied up. Yeah, it's all tied up, baby. You know, hey, Vin hey. Diesel, baby, in the day of our Lord. Um, like I was saying, this is kind of funny. Games Daily, how you doing, bless? <laughs> I'm doing really good. That just brightened up my day. <laughs> yeah. I you're, you have a fantastic shirt as well. Oh yeah, of course. I gotta you know rep my favorite sitcom, mm -hmm. Boy Meets World, with my mm -hmm. Panga shirt. Shout out to the Queen, Danielle Fischel. Love mm -hmm. you. Of course. Um, you know, let's just get into it. Let's, let's get into, get into it, some fun because we got a lot of fun to talk about today. We have a crazy day of content planned for everybody. Uh, today's stories include Suicide Squad's new date, Ubisoft X Defiant getting a beta, and more because this is kind of funny games daily. We're each and every weekday live at 10 a.m. We come at you with all the video game news that you need to know. You can watch it live on twitch.tv slash kind of funny games or youtube.com slash kind of funny games. If you want to watch it later as a video, YouTube or roosterteeth.com is where you want to go. If you want to get it as a podcast, search your favorite podcast service for kind of funny games daily, and we will be right there for you. Uh, but if you wanted to get the show ad free and go above and beyond, in your support you got to go to patreon.com slash kind of funny just like our patreon producers tripod plus plus and delaney twining have done uh because of their support they don't need to hear the ads for rocket money that you will all hear later um some housekeeping for you today kind of funny is teaming up with our friends at hang time for an awesome stream where we will channel our channel our inner dominic toretto aka Damn. vin diesel and we're going to race across the united states in the crew too it's going to be greg andy and me uh we're going to have to go as fast and furious as possible to win the race but all your twitch subs and youtube super chats will have us hit pit stops uh with fun challenges that we have set up throughout the entire studio Y'all aren't ready for this stream. There is going to be so many shenanigans unlike anything you've ever seen. It is going to be such a blast. Uh, and it, there's, it's multifaceted blast. There's going to be a lot going on. Have you seen, I don't want to spoil too much, but have you seen our little car setup that we have going? Uh, no, I mean, I've tripped over some of the stuff that's been set around the studio because I forgot that this is happening until this very moment. And so that makes sense why there's litter everywhere. But I'm not seeing, uh, what's the car setup that you're, that you're talking about? You know... We may or may not have a little car with a camera on it that's mm -hmm. remote controlled that we will be able to race around the studio and y'all will be able to see the feed mm. <laughs> of the remote control car. Oh, let's go. Mike, how are you feed. feeling about this? You excited? Bless, I'm very excited about today's stream because it's going to be a ton of fun, but blessing. Mm -hmm. The technology behind this cool RC car slash video game is unbelievable. Think about, because this is the team that made Mario Kart Home Circuit, right? Mm -hmm. Think about what that was. 
They elevated it. No, nope. you know what? I can't say elevated anymore. I'm trying to use new words. They improved upon it, and they really made something really special out of it, Bless. It has an awesome camera, cool effects on it. You can make your own track along the whole entire house. You're going to be blown away by what you see with this one. Heck I'm yeah, really impressed wait. with what they did. I'm very excited. And this was the team that made Knockout City, Bless, just so you know. Velen oh, Studios. yeah, Velen Studios. Heck yeah, we love Velen Studios. Yeah, it's going to be great. Definitely can't wait for all of you to see that. That is uh, later today after Games Daily. Uh, and in between this and that, we've been trying something new this week, doing a kind of funny Games Daily kind of post-show lead into the stream where we will answer all your questions about the stories we talked about today uh, via your Super Chats on YouTube.com slash KindOfFunnyGames. Uh, a new PS I Love You XOXO is up right now, all about PSVR 2 and whether it's already dead or not. Is it a good episode, Bless? It's a fantastic episode. Is it an episode that's going to anger a lot of people? Probably. Probably. But you, you should go listen to it anyway. YouTube.com slash games and podcast services around the globe. Today we're brought to you by Rocket Money, but I'll tell you about that later. For now, let's begin with what is and forever will be the Roper Report. It's time for some news. We have six stories today. A baker's dozen. Bless, yesterday, you and I, I and you, we sat at this very table in a different order. We had conversations about video games, and one of the things I brought up was, wait a minute, Suicide Squad hasn't actually been delayed. That's kind of weird, right? It's kind of strange. Kind of strange. Once again, they heard us. Mm. They heard us, and boom, it's all happening. Story number one, Suicide Squad, Kill the Justice League, has been officially delayed to February 2024. This comes from Alex Stedman at IGN. Rocksteady has officially delayed the game to February 2nd, 2024, Groundhog's Day. It's starting to feel like Groundhog's Day <laughs> over and over and over. Uh, quite a few months from his previous May 26th, Kevin's birthday, uh, 2023 dates. The developer announced the news. That's weird. May 26th, Kevin's birthday. Mm -hmm. February 2nd, Kevin's sister's birthday. Whoa. Hmm. hmm. They know. The developer announced the news on Twitter today, writing in a statement, we've made the tough but necessary decision to take the time needed to work on getting the game to be the best quality experience for players. Thank you to our amazing community for the continued support, patience, and understanding. Uh, there's much more to share in the months ahead, and we look forward to seeing you in Metropolis next year. As you read through this, I clicked over to see if Game Informer even has their... Uh, release schedule for 2024 up yet because that's like, that's my bible right like aside from blessing super fun game release calendar which of course you all should check out and appreciate i go over to game informers list to see what are the games that are coming out that have dates on them and i wanted just to check over to 2024 to see if this is the game that has a fur the furthest out solid release date right now and game informer doesn't even have 2024 that's how far out it, it is they're like hey no no game's getting announced to 2024 why would it even start this list yet yeah and here we go suicide squad kill the justice league I assume now the furthest out game with the release date. It's now the furthest, furthest out game with the release date, and you assume that this is coming off of the state of play where nobody was happy. Yeah, I mean, you know, we got to look at it as an industry anomaly here where this game was shown off at a state of play, the state of play focusing on it months before its release, and then it gets the delay. Like I feel like as common as this seems, and delays happen all the time, this feels fairly unique in terms of like how pro, high profile it's like kind of pre-order showing was right like that's what that state of play was was the like mm. the big buzz of like yo this game is imminent and then for them to delay it especially this way where like we learned about this through like scuttlebutt and kind of like leaks before it was officially announced a month before it was gonna come out mm -hmm. wild like very interesting very strange and yeah the timing of it is i has to has to be direct correlation right of 
oh, this is not the response that we wanted. I think you see that. You see the, I mean, yesterday, right after the uh, Zelda um, uh, trailer dropped, there's so many people that were like, oh, it was like a reminder, right? Oh, shit. This is Zelda. Like, Zelda's yeah. about to come out and dominate the conversation. And as I talked about with, I believe it was Greg, the one of the reasons, or no, I think we were talking about Redfall, but I, I'll, I'll still say Suicide Squad fits it within this, like, spring time frame of, hey, right now, games are coming out. Games are happening. You look at, at the fall, and games are going to be coming out. Games are going to be happening. Big games, right? Like, you're talking about Zelda. You're talking about Spider-Man in the, in the, in the fall. You're talking about Starfield having, uh, coming out in the fall in September. Like, right now, 2024, in terms of big game announcements, don't have much that are that have planted down their flag and have gone hey this is us like this is this this is where we're going to stand and that story might change after the summer game fest after june and see, hearing and seeing uh, big game announcements happen but yeah for suicide squad kill the justice league which is a game that i would say would thrive by coming out at a time that isn't surrounded by other big games which at this point does that exist like at this point probably not right but like i it definitely wasn't may though def definitely was not may right and i understand how you land on february the worry i have here is if this is a, if this is a response to the state of play and people not liking what they saw in terms of gameplay how much of that is gonna change like we're talking about less than a year right? it seems right? impossible right like it seems impossible to fix that problem that they clearly now see as a problem because that that seems to be it right it seems to be people did not like the but also when this this hearsay came about before this was officially uh announced uh, yesterday right like this was like a month ago we were hearing rumors of this getting delayed possibly even out of the year uh i f i remember someone saying it did not at least internally it did not have to do with the response of the state of play and chat's also saying that uh, uh jeff grubb uh, the homie is also saying that the delay might have been in the works before the state of play was even released um so yeah it's just so that's even more strange like yeah, that's like, even more suspect right either way it's like that's very problematic for different reasons like it's going down like a different avenue of issues where it's like all right so if it was going to be delayed and they did the state of play anyways. Yeah. Like, why, why the that, fuck did you do a state of play? That <laughs> like, shows why was a that lot a of like poor leadership on the Sony side of things uh, of the marketing uh, side mm -hmm. where it's like, why would you do that? Like that, there's no wins there, right? There's only bad news. And it's like, you look at the, the Redfall conversation the last couple of days on the Xbox side. It's like, I can't imagine PlayStation wanting to take that L and own that L. You yeah. know what I mean? Especially for something like a state of play that is like their branding um but at the same time like with what we saw that game at that state of play it looked like there was a fun game it just didn't look like rocksteady's first game in a decade yeah i i'm so curious about what their plan is for this thing because right now looking at suicide squad kill the, kill the justice league the response that that game is going to get being what it is right being this live service game with a battle pass with multiplayer with different suicide squad uh, suicide squad characters that you can play as that don't look like they play that different that is a third person shooter right this game that essentially not many people ask for right i'll go i'll go as far as to say i don't think anybody asked for this game no matter if it releases in may or if it releases in february i think the response is going to be similar of all right it's here for a few days and then we forget about it and then move on to the next thing right or maybe it, it, maybe it finds a a, a tight-knit community that is oh wait no this game is actually really fun we're gonna stick with this right like i think back to it's like i played uh, gotham city imposters like years and years and years ago and that was a small game but i had fun with it right and i stuck with it for probably like a week or so and i like i still look back at that game fondly i think suicide squad kill the justice league has the potential to be an outriders right it has the potential to be something that that 
surprises us and makes us go, oh, this, this is pretty cool. All right, cool. That was fun. But I don't think it has the kind of <clears throat> staying power and the kind of anticipation to make it something that's worth hyping up at a state of play and then going now delay it 10 months yeah. to, to like figure to iron out the best bells and whistles to make it to, to polish and do all these things like if it needed if it needed that stuff if it was going to come out and be rough anyway sure yeah delay your games delaying a game is always better than putting out a bad rough product anyway but is is that going to fix the the real issues that this game has which i would go back to say are fundamental in terms of what the Seems game actually like, is yeah i mean you i know you know this but i mean just bringing up outriders i i think that it's like such a funny thing that we are comparing outriders to a rock steady dc game <laughs> you know yeah. like whereas outriders and I, I could be wrong about this because i wasn't like super up on the pre-marketing for it but that was a game that had a fairly regular marketing schedule where the game was announced we saw it at a couple different events and then it came out and it was a genuine surprise in the way of like oh this is one of those early year treat games where it's yeah. like hey this is this and is fun I'll, i didn't expect to have necessarily i would whereas, say they even had more effective communication because outriders four outriders came out they were like hey this is not a games of service mm -hmm. this is not a live service game like it is a one and done we might have dlc for it like we might not who knows like we're but this is a <clears throat> complete type of game suicide squad is poisoning themselves to be not that right yeah. like not, like the marketing for outriders i would say in a lot of ways was even more strong right like you like didn't have a, like a lot of excitement around it like outriders but like at the very least they knew what their vision was for that game and they communicated that vision yep. and it came out and people played it and were like all right cool and then moved on whereas we've been marketed this game for years at this Year. point and it's like and there was the questions of okay but what is it and oh i hope it's not this and then we get it like oh fuck it seems to be this but it might be more outriders -y. like there is there is hope here but then like when the state of play is essentially like hey there's these characters and there's more characters coming and we're all like i don't know that we want more characters like it's just a, such a weird push and pull and like there's different expectations when we're talking rocksteady when we're talking major superheroes we're talking about mm -hmm. the justice league here and we're talking about a post avengers world as well like there's a lot of reason to be hesitant about suicide squad kill the justice league and they just continue to give us more and more reasons to feel that way and at this point i don't know the move i don't know what they do with this uh besides just put it out and hope that yeah. it latches on with a community that even if they weren't asking for this, find something that it, there's there's value in. Which, again, looking at it, I see some Outriders fun there. And even though that's not necessarily what I, I think that the audience for those games would want, maybe they'll find something good. Yeah, yeah I, think, I think the best move here would be to try your best to make it a surprise for the audience that, that proves us all wrong. Mm -hmm. right? Make, put out a game that you know, is what it is. Make it multiplayer. Make it live service. Right? You've come too far. You're not going to change those aspects. Just make the game as fun as you can, right? Lean in all the way, go, hey, all right, what are the things we can really do to improve here to make it the, the greatest Suicide Squad multiplayer live service game that we can? And I think adding in 10 more, like that's a lot of time. Yeah, do that, polish it. If that is, I mean, since we know it's, it's an ongoing thing and they had DLC plans and all this stuff, have that content ready. Like maybe even launch the game with more content than you even planned because you have this time now to, work on characters, work on missions, work on content, work on guns, work on all that stuff, and have it be this jam-packed experience by the time we get it. Because that's usually the downfall when it comes to a lot of games or service games is that the content just isn't there, right? Like, we, we look at Anthem, um, we look at Halo Infinite, we look at so many games that come out, and it's like, oh, and then over the weeks, it's like, oh, like this doesn't have anything, uh, anything coming out. 
have the, have this thing be content packed by the time we play it and have the content hit right have us run into superman and superman's superman's dropping some cool lore about his background and you're like oh shit they're referencing this nerdy shit that only greg miller would know like give me those moments and maybe we have something here right like they mentioned um we made it the tough but necessary decision to take the time needed to work on getting the game to be in the best quality experience for players right the best quality experience for me that speaks to Let's launch with let's launch with a bang. Like let's make this a banger. And I hope they're able to do that, right? I think the odds are stacked against them because not many people ask for this game. Cool. Like prove us all wrong is is what I want. Prove us wrong. And like that is the uphill battle that they are facing that uh we'll be able to see for ourselves on February 2nd. February 2024. That's the, the 9 years yeah. since the release of the previous Rocksteady game. It's I'll be turning what 29 the day after. And then let's see. I was 20 when arkham knight came out yeah jesus fucking insane yeah a nine-year development cycle is wild plus let me ask you a crazy question here what's up tim what comes out first oh no. suicide squad kill the justice league starfield oh okay. <laughs> I'm sorry, it's gotta be starfield if it's crazy. If, it's, if it's not starfield I don't I I don't know if the games industry will be here anymore because the Xbox fans would have torn the whole thing down. Yeah. <laughs> like I think they're climbing out the sewers, they're putting buildings on fire, they're finding any any games media outlet that they can like we're getting swarmed with Xbox fans in here if somehow Starfield gets delayed out of this year. Yeah. Are you kidding me? I am We'll be in Mad Max. I'm extremely, but the gamer version. I'm confident that Starfield hits this year. It better. <laughs> I I, re- I feel I think that it's going to. Somebody said why sewers? You know why the sewers is exactly. <laughs> come on. Come on. Let's be real here. Let's be real. We'll be right. Uh, I thought you were going to say Final Fantasy 7 Rebirth. Uh, no, that one. I mean that's I don't think that uh I don't expect that before February 2nd anyways. Okay, I see, that's I, fair. March, April, maybe for that. And even then, <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll fucking see. Uh, but my dog Nick brings up Skull and Bones. That's another one, probably. That Skull oh, and Bones. That's and actually a really Squad. good one. Those are analogous, probably. Although Starfield was also announced a bazillion years ago. Skull and Bones is an interesting one to throw in. I'll... But there's no expectations at all for Skull and Bones. Yeah. So that, there is a difference there. There's negative expectations. <laughs> mm-hmm. I would say Skull and Bones comes out first. No. Really? Yeah, like how far how far did Ubisoft delay Skull and Bones to? I don't know. <laughs> like, did they not give it? Because I would still expect Skull and Bones to maybe come out at the end of the year. Was Chat, that do you know what's up with Skull and Bones release date? Somebody said Beyond Good and Evil Two. You're never seeing Beyond Good and Evil Two. Yeah, I really don't it's think a, so. It's a fake game. It was never real. It's what we said about Final Fantasy Seven Remake, though. And, <laughs> and it that came game out. came out. That <laughs> was our game of the year. <laughs> like, holy shit. <laughs> Uh, when Joseph Gordon-Levitt came onto the Ubisoft stage and was like, "Hey, artist, steal your shit. <laughs> let's steal your shit and put it into a video game." Uh, no one in the chat say anything about um, Skull and Bones yeah. release date, but I will still let, let me know if if there is any info on that. Because that game, well, here's my thing with, with Skull and Bones, right? And I know you can say the same thing for Suicide Squad, but Skull and Bones was dated for November. Like it had a release date in November, mm-hmm. and then got pushed, mm-hmm. and then got pushed again with no. Mm-hmm. And it's like. That game, just put it out. Like, you talk about a game having negative expectation. Like, you might make money if that game, like, you just put the game out now as yeah. opposed to working on that game for another year and then putting it out and getting no reception. But maybe, again, maybe it is the thing of let's surprise the audience. Like, let's actually make something that is content back that's going to hit and that's going to be fun and make people go, hey, Skull and Bones, pretty good. Yeah. Uh, Primetime, 7 p.m. says they said 2023, 20, 2024 fiscal year. Okay. So that's before next about. March. Yeah. 
Yeah, I'm, I'm putting my money on Skull and Bones before Suicide Squad. Wow. Yeah. Wes, that's pretty crazy. Because, I mean, that gives you just 32 days of 2024. Or it comes out this year, you're saying. Yeah, I'm thinking, yeah. Oh, I think, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I think, what? Hmm. If I had to guess. I don't think it's possible. It's not coming this year. I would. <laughs> but it ha- like if the if the fiscal year say or the fiscal whatever they say yeah before before next March they wanted to come out and that game should have already been out like I'm th- I'm thinking either very late this year or like January next year like give me the Rainbow Six Extraction slot Mike what comes out first Suicide Squad or Skull and Bones We'll see man What comes out first Suicide Squad or Starfield <laughs> Don't be like that. Story number two, everybody. Uh, Ubisoft has launched a closed beta test for its free-to-play first-person shooter X Defiance. This comes from Tom Ivan at VGC. Ubisoft has kicked off a closed beta test for its upcoming free-to-play first-person shooter X Defiant. Available on PC, PS5, and Xbox Series X and S, the cross-play test is running until April 23rd, and players can register for a chance to take part here. Participants can step down or step into the shoes of four Ubisoft franchise-inspired factions: the Cleaners from the Division, uh, Libertad from Far Cry Six, Echelon from Splinter Cell, and Phantoms from Ghost Recon Phantoms. Each faction includes three characters, one of which is unlocked from the start, with the others unlockable through missions. Players can compete across 14 maps using 24 weapons. 44 attachments, and five explosive devices. While progression won't carry over to the full game, Ubisoft said players will be able to keep up to 10 exclusive cosmetic items at release when the game will also be available for PS4 and Xbox One. Uh, X Defiance in development at Ubisoft San Francisco, led by executive producer Mark Rubin, who previously held the same position at Call of Duty Modern Warfare Studio Infinity Ward. Um, the game was initially revealed in July 2021 as Tom Clancy's X Defiant. At the time, it only included factions from Tom Clancy franchises Splinter Cell, Ghost Recon, and The Division. But in March 2022, Ubisoft announced that it was dropping the Tom Clancy branding and introducing additional factions from its wider catalog of IP. Tim. Yeah. Would you would you guess mm-hmm. that last night I spent hours playing X Defiant? I with the homies would never believe you. I yes, I got into the closed beta. I was playing with uh, some else playing with Ka and, and Ri, and I had a pleasantly fun time. I enjoyed this game quite a bit, and I had zero expectations. Um, funny enough, I had uh, checked out X Defiant a couple of years ago during like a like a, a close test that Ubisoft was doing, and like coming out of it, I was like, all right, cool, it's like it's it's whatever. It, it didn't it, it didn't hit at the time, right? Over the years, they've been of course working on it, developing it, adding in more bells and whistles. Playing it last night, I think they might they might have something here. I don't know. Okay. I'm not gonna say they have like magic or the next apex or anything but they have a game that is really fun and a game that's going to be free to play when it launches the um idea of it being almost like this ubisoft super smash brothers but for shooters is actually kind of hitting like i think for me it's it's giving aesthetically what i've needed out of i guess this tier of ubisoft game where you 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 um log in you boot up the game and um, they're basically treated as different classes where like you're seeing like, oh, okay, these are obviously the crew, the people from Far Cry 6. Oh, these are obviously Ghost Recon people. This is obvi- obviously Splinter Cell. And each of those factions, each of those classes have different abilities. And so for, for me, I was using um, the Phantoms from Ghost Recon Phantoms and they're a defense class. And 
um, you know, each class has different special abilities. The special ability that I, that I was uh, rocking with for my class was uh, to throw out a shield. Um, so I'd press L1, pop out a shield, and it would stay up for about like 10, 15 seconds. And I'm like hiding behind, um, trying to take out enemies that are for, for, that are across the map. Like I had a pretty fun like, you know, like it, I, I would compare it more to a Call of Duty. Um, like pacing in terms of how how quick it is versus like something something slow like Rainbow Six Siege, um, but it's also it also reminded me of Overwatch a little bit in terms of how objective based it is, right? Like you have one mode where you're pushing a payload. The mode I was playing a lot last night was Domination, uh, where you're cap capturing different points. And yeah, like I I I was very surprised by how fun it was. Like it is a very fun first person shooter that again I think for being a free to play game. I could see quite a few people getting into this. Yeah, I mean, Yubi has Brawlhalla as well, right? I feel like yeah. it's these these like smaller titles, and you know they roll the dice a lot, and I think that that's a big problem that they have. Um, but I think that they they are capable of getting like little wins kind of in the background. And the question is, will this be another hyperscape, or could this be a foot forward of people playing and be like, yo, it's actually pretty fun, and it being free to play. And I think them brought uh, dropping the Tom Clancy branding and focusing it more on the Ubisoft side of things. There's potential there. Will that die out in the next couple months and we're going to be doing a story on Games Daily about this game shutting down? Yeah. Maybe. That's, that's, that's the one thing I worry about is will this have the staying power because it's happened a lot. It happened with Hyperscape. It happened with uh, Roller, <clears throat> Roller Champions came out last year and was also a free-to-play mm -hmm. uh, game from Ubisoft that I, I picked it up the day one and I was like, oh, this is pretty fun. And then they didn't add in stuff to it to keep people going and so like that very much came and went. This strikes me as it's going to hit a bit, a little bit harder than Hyperscape. Even Hyperscape, even though I liked the idea of it, in action, I didn't like the moment-to-moment -moment gameplay. Like, the, the shooting of it never felt right. The shooting here feels good. Like, I, I found myself, like, when I would get a headshot, I was using a little, the um, uh, Marksman rifle quite a bit, and, like, I was popping off headshots, and I was like, dude, this feels great. Like, I'm really enjoying, really enjoying getting kills here. And um, it's 6v6, and so there's, like... A, a you have like tight enough teams where communication does start to matter where i when doing the mode where we're capturing the different points right points a b and c it was the me communicating with re and ka going hey i'm gonna go point b you guys hold down point a like i'm gonna see if i can get this point right because they're they're they're, they're gaining the advantage and it's those moments that for, are, for me are hitting there's already in the closed uh, closed beta there's like a makeshift battle pass where you are earning things as you're going right i assume it's not going to carry carry on to the full full game but um you know they have that progression system there for the for those that want it and in terms of supporting it post-launch and adding in new things i think it being this hey it's just ubisoft like we're not calling it tom clancy's x defiant we're just calling it x defiant yeah like i think there is potential for them to add in more factions one of the factions that um i've not unlocked yet um probably because i don't know if it's a progress thing or if it's just they have it locked is um there's a watchdogs 2 class in there right that has like cool tech that you can that, that you can get it's literally called a uh, dead sec um and yeah i think you can expand that right like if you're able to get in rabbits. these different things get into rabbits class i don't know um but yeah like there's potential there to pull from other different ubisoft games that could be cool could be neat and could mean that people might stick with it longer if they're actually supporting it so a uh, little thought exercise for you mm -hmm. armchair quarterback in here me and you, bless. We're big wig decision makers. Mm. What do we call this game? Because I don't think we'd call it X Defiant. Yeah, the, the unfortunate thing is I think it's going to be called X Defiant. And that's not a good name. Yeah. <laughs> that's not a good name. But it's weird. Like, what is a good name? Like, what is the right thing? Because I feel like 
like going with something that I feel like we'd say is more accurate is weird and boring and sterile in a way like yeah because like what are we gonna call it something bash something clash like, like i think smash brothers like lucked the fuck out that that's a weird name but just somehow it's it stuck to and the you, extreme you of the chat it. says you be shooty you be shooty is really funny but you see what i'm saying it's kind of like i feel like x defiant does not at all tell me that it is a ubisoft collab shooter that's pretty good yeah i the one of the words that comes to mind, right, would be cross something. But I mm-hmm. think that is where the X and X defiant comes from, mm. right? The idea of like, okay. and I don't know what the defiant is. It X defiant or is it cross defiant? You know, that's a really good question. I'm not asking anybody. Yeah. I, can, I can DM somebody right now. Yeah, like, Yo, DM them. I'm gonna, I'm gonna get to the bottom of this. I'm gonna, Andy Cortez, if you have a name, you be shot. You be shot is really good. That's pretty good. That's actually really good. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, Yusuf, is it? <laughs> is it X it or Crossify it? Or Cross. It's funny because I, I Crossify it, I do like more. But if it's if it looks if it's stylized as an X and you're supposed to say cross, I like it less, which is what it is. They can't win. This is on the record on KFGD, by the way. <laughs> this is on the record. <laughs> <laughs> Saying the name of the game right. <laughs> Multiply, oh, yeah. 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 Multiple, multiplication. Ten defiant, Roman numerals. Whoa. Know? You tell me they're not, oh, yeah, he says D. X. It's kingdom. It, it's, it's just X defiant. Oh, it's X defiant. All right. Well, there's that. Um, cool. Keep your we eyes peeled to that. Plus, seems to like it. That's great. Yeah. I think it's, I think we might get a, a couple of good streams out of it in the, in kind of funny. Yeah. And like, I could see Mike, if Mike gets super into it, I could see us getting me more. Maybe we play for a month. Maybe you play it for even two months. <laughs> You'll have to see. You will have to wait and see. Uh, if you want to do that, you can support us over on patreon.com slash kind of funny. And if you do that, you don't get to listen to us read ads. But for everyone else, you do. Here they are. Shout out to Rocket Money for sponsoring this episode. We all love gobbling up content and we have an understanding of what subscriptions we use. Or do we? Do you know how much your subscriptions really cost? Most Americans think they spend around $80 a month on subscriptions when the actual total is closer to $200. That's right. You, you, you out there. You could be wasting hundreds of dollars each month on subscriptions you don't even know about. Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions. It monitors your spending and it helps you lower your bills all in one place. Rocket Money has saved some of us here at Kind of Funny a ton of money and it can help you too. Stop throwing away your money. Cancel unwanted subscriptions and manage your expenses the easy way by going to Rocket money.com slash kind of funny that's rocketmoney.com slash kind of funny r-o-c-k-e-t-m-o-n-e-y.com slash kind of funny if you're an athlete you know the greatest motivator of all is the fear of letting your teammates down after all a team is only as good as its weakest link so you owe it to those wearing the same jersey as you to be your best every time you step on the field that's why there's no vape in team when you vape you can expose your lungs to toxic chemicals that can damage your lungs. If you're a step behind, the team's a step behind. Brought to you by The Real Cost and the FDA. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. 
In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's peanut butter cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. Story number three, Ubisoft Plus is now available on Xbox. This comes from Owen S. Good at Polygon. Ubisoft Plus, the publisher's monthly subscription offering is, it's, sorry, the publisher's monthly subscription offering its back catalog on an all-you-can-eat basis is now available on Xbox consoles, Microsoft announced on Thursday. A membership cost $18 a month. Xbox access comes under the sub's top-level multi-access plan, which includes access to Ubisoft's catalog on Amazon Luna and on Windows PC through the Ubisoft Connect platform. Players who have already subscribed at the multi-access level... and God, there's just too much shit, bless! Too many pluses, too many levels, too many just subscriptions. You can get this in the Amazon Luna. Like, what the fuck are we talking about? Nah, man, I'm excited for the multi-access plan, especially because I can get it as part of my PS Plus. Now, which tier PS Plus can I get a part of, Tim? I don't fucking know. PS Plus, everybody. I don't know. (laughs) All right, we'll get through this together. Uh, The multi-access level, if you want to play Ubisoft games on an Xbox One or Xbox Series X, you just need to connect your Xbox Live account to Ubisoft Plus. It's that easy, everyone. It's that easy. Uh, An accompanying news release from Ubisoft on Thursday said Ubisoft Plus multi-access would support cross-platform progression and game saves for a select number of titles, which were not specified. Ubisoft's statement also said subscribers would have access to premium editions of upcoming releases, though it wasn't clear if it was talking about same-day launches of entirely new titles. Ubisoft Plus launched in September 2019. It's available to PlayStation 4 and PlayStation 5 players, but only through PlayStation Plus's new extra and premium subscription tiers. Answer my question. There you go. Extra and premium. There you go. I do not have those. I'm lightheaded, bless. Yeah. It's just a lot of terminology. A lot of of buzzwords. Are are we going to get to the point where... It's because I, I I look at TV this way, right? Like TV streaming, or like I guess just streaming in general this way. Where I think I'm paying for a lot. Like I'm paying for Netflix. I'm paying for Disney Plus. I'm paying for H. H just sorry, I'm paying for Max, not HBO. No, it's still just it's Max. Still HBO Max for now. For, for now? now, when does that change? I think in like a month. All right, I'm paying for HBO Max. I might change it when just Max comes out. Because come on, bro. Um, paying for Apple TV Plus because I gotta watch my Ted Lasso. Four. Right. Paying for Peacock because I gotta pretend that I'm watching. This is awesome. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm watching it. I'm watching. I'm not watching it. Um, but I'm paying for so many TV streaming services. Are video games gonna be the same way? Yes and no. Because here's the difference: people are gonna pay for things when they're getting a product. You're paying for streaming services because they're giving you TV shows. Like every single thing you mentioned, you're watching a show there, yeah. right? Like, or you should use Rocket Money and then not subscribe anymore to the things you're not using. Right. Uh, but like legitimately it's like as these streaming services are like there's more and more and more of them in some ways consolidating less and less and less of them it's because they are offering more content than they ever have the game side of things not doing that so it's like you look at xbox and with what they've done with game pass they've kind of cornered that side of the market for themselves uh but then there is more the idea of the the cloud-based subscription services that we've seen on the geforce side of things with nvidia right um and i feel like so far with the exception of game pass these are all kind of more niche services that mm-hmm. um, people that have specific needs or specific tastes are going to uh, delve into. Otherwise, it's kind of just like, oh, yeah, those are things that are out there. I think everyone else is like trying to figure it out because they all want that. Obviously, uh, you look at the online services that they offer, whether it's PlayStation Plus um, or Xbox Live um, or Nintendo Switch Online, and 
kind of offering back catalog games is like the is their kind of way to to handle the subscription you get all the online play and all that stuff and that's how they keep you there ubisoft with this ubisoft plus has a, a very unique uh, positioning where if they wanted to they could pull a game pass model mm-hmm. where day and date all the biggest ubisoft originals because they even have that own branding for themselves you can get that through that i think that there could be value for them and that would allow Yubi, again, a very uniquely placed uh, production team, studio, because they have so many different IP, they have so many different worldwide teams that they can almost function as like the ultimate third party. They're in a position, mm-hmm. I would say, is only analogous to uh, Activision or EA. Um, debatably square, right? Uh, but because they own so many different games and so many different teams, th- they could actually provide the value to people and convince them to pay for a Ubisoft subscription while continuously giving things, whether it's like DLC type updates or more support and cosmetics and stuff in the free to play games, Mm -hmm. as well as, Oh, Assassin's Creed, whatever's coming out. You also get a day and date. That doesn't seem to be what they're doing here. And like, I feel like we're in the worst timeline where it's just like a bunch of muddled messaging. And a lot of people being like, Oh, it's kind of like this thing, but it's also not the thing you want from that thing. Yeah. 1000%. And I, I, I'm looking through the library of what they do have, right? And it is, it's very much being promoted and marketed as, hey, this is our back catalog, right? We're get, you're getting so many Ubisoft games, and you run through the list. And when I go to the Ubisoft Plus library, it's immediately, hey, hit Rainbow Six Siege, um, uh, then Rainbow Six Siege again for some reason. Uh, oh, it's a del- I see. Ultimate Deluxe Edition. And then the Settlers, New Allies, Oddballers, Rayman, <laughs> Rayman again, Rabbids, Party of Legends, Far Cry 6, Roller Champions, Warpips, and... Like they're talking about like a hundred plus games. A lot of these games, I'm like, I don't know if I'm going to But play I do think games. that this is a game pass situation where when they first announced it, it was like like we're going to be putting our first party titles. And we're like, are they really? That seems yeah. wild. And do you here think we, we are get years that? later and we got it. I do think we will. I just don't think that that's happening yet. I think that's mm-hmm. what they're saying is that they're doing that. It's mm-hmm. just what what games are we getting for it? Like Ubisoft's yeah. just in this weird place of like, where's Skull and Bones? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like where where are these games? Where's Avatar? Where are where are the Ubisoft games? Ah, like that are that that, that are the the games that have consequences yeah. being released. Like Assassin's Creed Mirage would be play. such a great get. Exactly, for this. that's the big one for me. Where yeah, let's see. But I, mean, I imagine it will be part of this, right? You hope so. Like I, you hope so. I I don't have faith in it yet because I think that is a big step that I'm sure they want to take at some point because. I think that'd be huge. Like Ubisoft has, puts out enough games, and this, this is to your point, they put out enough games at a decent cadence to where I think they could pull it off, but I think it is just, a, it's about getting the quality games. Like I think right now we're expecting one or two quality games a year from Ubisoft, but they put out like four or five, right? Like they put, they, they put out quite a few games a year, but the exciting, great ones are very few and far between. I don't think you can put out like, one big AAA blockbuster game that's a banger a year and then have this work where people are paying paying monthly for this thing. I mean, you can. And Xbox proved it. Right? <laughs> well, like, that, that's different, though, right? Like, because Xbox does have so many day-and-date things that are coming out that aren't just from Xbox Game Studios. Um, and, like, the expectation there is, like, every month you're getting at least something of consequence. Like, in January, we got Hi-Fi Rush. This month, we're getting Last Case of Benedict, Benedict Fox, right? And, like, there are other games that populate that that are, are day-and-date. I know those aren't all, you know, huge, but... I think those do the, the, those are reasons for people to keep subscribed, right? There's a reason for me not to unsubscribe from Game Pass, along with other games that are coming to the platform that are exciting. Ubisoft Plus, <clears throat> it's just Ubisoft games, which have a certain only have a certain cadence. What so looking okay? looking at the trailer here, it's, it's saying upcoming. Um, hold on, 
after they got Uno and Monopoly. <laughs> Everything I'm seeing on your screen is so I know, it is right It now. is very funny. But uh, play upcoming releases available day one. Okay. And we see Skull and Bones. Skull and Bones. Uh, we see the crew Motor Fest. Which I'm actually very excited about. Uh, Assassin's Creed Assassin's Mirage. Mirage. Okay, cool. There we go. So that answers the question. Yusuf McGee from Ubisoft is calling in. One second. Yusuf, what's up? You are live on Kind of Funny Games Daily. How are you doing? What's going on, Tim Geddes? I cannot sit here and watch you and Blessing just muck this up so badly. Oh, anymore. yeah. It's so Fair clear enough. to everybody. <laughs> no, I will admit, uh, yes, the, the, the language can get a bit in the weeds. But Ubisoft Plus, I can confirm, Ubisoft Plus does get you brand new releases day and date. So when Assassin's Creed Mirage oh. comes out, if you subscribe to Ubisoft Plus, you get that right away. Are there exceptions to that? Or is it kind of like Xbox where it's like going forward, all the titles are going to be available there? Uh, it's like it's going forward, like all all titles. If there are ever exceptions, that it's always going to be like very clearly communicated up front. Gotcha. Right. Gotcha. All right. That's huge. Yeah, that is that is absolutely huge. A little feedback. I don't know who you should give it to. But I feel like that should be more clear. <laughs> yeah, lead. Lead with that one. <laughs> but that's all. That is great news. That is great news. How are you doing, Yusuf? I'm good. I'm good. I, I, I love both you and Bless. Uh, I just, I, I, I felt summoned because Bless asked me about X Defiant. And, uh, you know, I wanted to come in and, and just make sure that we're, uh, we're, we're all clear. I you ever, if, you ever, you if ever got those UB questions, you know, just come to me. Well, if you're come looking for, you for some more feedback. Yeah. <laughs> if you could change the name from X Defiant to Cross Defiant, I feel like that would hit. I feel like that's a... You want Cross Defiant. Or, or UB Shot. UB Shot, is UB Shot was another thing. Because we're looking at the crossover appeal of the Ubisoft titles. Mm, yeah, yeah. It. We can talk offline. We can figure it yeah, out. We got you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll talk offline. This. All right. Love you, dude. Talk to you soon. Love you too. Bye. Fucking love that guy. He's he's awesome. Um, but hey, that's that, huge. So that is huge. But again, seems a little weird and lost in the the, the sauce of in mm. marketing talk and all the buzzwords and stuff. But at the end of the day, it still goes back to my point of we need to see these games start coming out. And I do think that Yubi is positioned to be able to pull this off because of the amount of content that they do have lined up on a AAA full release level, on a free-to-play uh, multiplayer side level, and on the, hey, here's just some smaller uh, projects. And like looking at this trailer, it's kind of a, a joke to look at, but it's like Yubi does have weird access to a lot of games that are awesome that we don't think about, yeah. like the Monopoly games and the Uno games, and like all <laughs> the Family Feud and all that stuff. Yeah. They're legitimately good times. You know? Yeah, but like, are they subscription service good times? No, but it's additive. That like uh-huh. that's the thing when, you, when it's all of those things together with the big AAA releases, which I, I feel which like which we just, just need to get more. I think that's the, that'll while. be the shift, right? If Ubisoft can get their flow going again, right? And maybe that's maybe I'm talking a year from now, two years from now, when the Assassin's Creed um, Red and the cool like those cool Assassin's Creed games come out, and Avatar comes out, mm-hmm. and the Star the next Star Wars games game from Ubisoft comes out. If they can line those things up and then push, hey. And also, Ubisoft Plus, you're getting this day and date. I think that'll be where it's like, oh, okay, like I get what this is. This is dope as hell. Um, but for now, right, I'm looking at the, at the pricing, and for PC access alone, you're getting, you're paying $14.99 a month, and then for multi access, which is PC and consoles, you're paying $18 a month. That is still a steep price when you are talking about a subscription service, and then you're also comparing it to other subservices in the um, in the uh, ecosystem, right, in the industry, and that is Xbox Game Pass, which is way more competitive in terms of the amount of content you're getting in the pricing. Um, that, I, I think that, that, that pricing might be a stopping point for a lot of people. But again, if we get to the point where it is, Star Wars, Avatar, big new, big new Assassin's Creed dropping in the same year, then boom, you, you found value there. In the chat, uh, uh, Bandera Sen says, Mario plus Rabbids wasn't day and date, right? I imagine it's not, but I imagine that's because it's not on Switch. 
the, we're talking here, like the Ubisoft Plus is only on PlayStation and Xbox. Yes. Yeah. So the PC, there's PC access and then there's multi access, which yeah, I believe is just PlayStation and Xbox. Yeah. Well, and uh, and uh, Luna, Amazon Luna. Yeah. Yeah. So I guess that makes sense. I guess it's like it. it we'll see how this goes. We'll see how this goes. But hey, I do like it. I I I'm excited for big Ubisoft games to come back, and I I'm I'm hoping that they that they're going to start rolling out soon. Um, story number four: Remedy has changed its logo. This comes from a blog post on their website. Uh, a fresh and refined look for Remedy Entertainment. A few years ago, as their studio has been transforming from creating a single game at a time to making several simultaneously and expanding beyond the borders of Finland to a second location in Stockholm, Sweden, we embarked on a mission to refine our visual identity. We haven't updated our logo in more than 20 years. That is until now. Creating a new logo and a refreshed visual identity for Remedy was an emotional journey like anything to do with art. For longtime Remedy followers, you surely know how vital artistic direction is for us, not just in our games, but from the standpoint of how our studio identity looks, not to mention our hoodies. Hoodies are always very important. Mm -hmm. um, as a game development studio, we've come a long way since 1995 when we got our start. Remedy is constantly evolving. The bullet in the letter R in the old logo represented the era of Max Payne, but the remedy of now is so much bigger than a single game. We have a whole portfolio of games, new and old. It was a time... It's, it was time to update and redefine our visual identity to bring more consistency, showcase our evolution over the years, and better express our vision of today's Remedy. The Remedy logo means a lot to us, but we know it also means a lot to you. Like the games we create at Remedy, we approach this process with great care, consideration, and a lot of passion. We want to create memorable worlds, stories, and characters for you to explore, experience through our games. We wanted our new logo to reflect how we constantly evolve and continue creating exciting games with the very best people. However, it's still one remedy where courageous creativity thrives. We hope you like the new look. Bear, can you bring up the old remedy logo uh, if you get a chance? Uh, because I did not, I never noticed the bullet <laughs> that's in the R of the old remedy logo. I didn't logo. either. Yeah, I, I mean, looking at it, it's easy to miss. Yeah. But when you, when you focus in, it's like, oh, yeah, no, that's very, very obviously a bullet that's in there that I would not have. I, it makes sense for remedy, right? Because Max Payne, but totally. I never connected that. Um, and so I understand why they're like, no, let's evolve because we're, as a studio, we're going to make different types of games, right? We don't want to only be known for shooters, even though. I think they've only made shooters, <laughs> and they've only announced shooters, but hey, it is what it is. Um, but yeah, like, I'm down for a logo change. Yeah, this is the old Remedy logo, which yeah. it's right there. <laughs> yeah, it's so obvious, but I did not it's see so it. It's so obvious, but I never, I was just like, oh, yeah, this is the R. I thought it was a butt plug. I can see that, too. I mean, I feel like that'd be kind of rough in terms of the shaping for the butt plug. Hey, it may, may like the first, like, maybe do you. <laughs> when I enough. say butt plug, what color do you think? <laughs> purple. <laughs> it's purple. Good for you, Remedy. Can you pull up the new one again, please? I don't get excited about modern logos anymore. You don't? Yeah. I love logo redesigns, man. I'm a big logo boy. Me and Andy talk about it all the time. There's I, I an like, update. I, Woo, I like logos go. in general, but I think the modern minimalist, like it just doesn't do it do much for me. Like yeah. I, I want more character to it. I I, I love all type of like iconography and all this stuff so like i'm always a big fan of this i am also a fan of how awkward it is to explain yeah. logo choices it's like it's impossible to do without sounding like a pretentious, pretentious asshole but like also good for you fucking own it care about this shit people need to care more about their branding and their identities because it's so much about who they are so like good for y'all care about this yeah. shit is it a little weird to say yeah but it ends with a dope-looking logo. I like this for them. I think it's like a fun, 
fun look at the type of games that they're making nowadays. Yeah. For for audio listeners, um, the Remedy logo, uh, the new one, is basically like a flat. Uh, it looks like you know a regular flat capital capitalized R, but then like like eighty percent, eighty percent through, they're like, nah, man, let's try again. And then like there's half, and then they're like, nah, fuck it, let's try it the third time. And there's like a third of an R. It's uh, I think it's evolving. It's, it's I want someone evolving. out there um, that might be just an audio listener that uh, hasn't seen the logo <laughs> to take what Blessing just said and just follow his instructions. Yeah. Let's see what you make. Yeah. Tweet it at us. Draw, yeah, draw that without looking at the logo and let it and show it to us because I really want to know if I nailed it. I did not nail it. I know I did not. <laughs> <laughs> Story number five, Cliff Blazinski says, stay tuned for Lawbreakers News. This comes from Jordan Midler at VGC. Shout out to VGC. The Shout boys over VGC. there absolutely crushing the game. Um, such a great resource for news and i think they just do a really good job of yeah, like my, my number again things together. my number one news source like yeah. i can i can rely on them for having stuff timely having stuff well written and also having stuff that you, uh, that other people aren't covering like mm-hmm. they give me all the all the all the minute good pieces of news that i need for the show veteran video game designer cliff blazinski has said fans should stay tuned for news on lawbreakers blazinski tweeted on thursday that he'd received a text from his lawyer about the game got a text from my lawyer about lawbreakers Stay tuned. Interesting. It sounds like a threat. Yeah. Uh, developed by the now defunct developer Bosky Productions, directed by Blazinski, Lawbreakers was released in August 2017 to positive reviews. The game would shut down just one year later, however, citing a low player count as the main issue. Talk to his lawyer I'll, about uh, Lawbreakers. This is what I'll say. Because the article just uh, mentions the positive reviews. I'm going to throw my, my own, my own um, uh, critique in there, uh, too. Uh, not critique, but my, my own endorsement in mm-hmm. there. Lawbreaker is pretty fun time. Yeah. Pretty fun time. What? So this news here, which is, we'll see. This could be literally anything. Uh, would you be excited about Lawbreakers getting a second shake? Yeah. I think I would be. Yeah? Yeah. What would it need to do for you to be like, hey, that was worth it? I don't... I, I think what Lawbreaker probably struggled with was just the shooter space. Like, I, uh, chat, remind me, and kindoffunny.com says you're wrong, like, remind me. Was it like was Lawbreakers competing with any other big games? And Mike, I'm sure you know this as well because you're you're this is your type of your bag. Um, I don't know if there was anything like wrong with Lawbreakers. Like it might have been pricing, and then also it coming out around a time where there there was just too much competition. But I, I'm 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 not positive. I don't. Nothing really big comes to mind in terms of what I would change about Lawbreakers. Like I think the idea was sound. The idea of like you know they're breaking the law of gravity tim and so you're flying all over the place that stuff was fun like it, you had the different uh, types of character classes you can choose from like they I, lawbreakers if i remember correctly did a lot of things right but it just wasn't exciting enough compared to things like titanfall and call of duty and other big first person shooters mm-hmm. well let us know in the comments if you're excited for lawbreakers and what you hope ends up happening here Story number six, Splatoon 3's latest Splatfest is going all out for Zelda. This comes from Ana Diaz at Polygon. Uh, the Legend of Zelda is coming to Splatoon 3. The ink-fueled shooter will be getting a special Splatfest inspired by The Legend of Zelda in anticipation of the upcoming release of The Legend of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom. The event brings along a special Triforce-themed map starting on May 5th and running until May 7th. In Splatoon 3, players can pick to be on one of three teams and compete for their squad online as part of a Splatfest. The Zelda theme is almost too good, given there are three teams and the Triforce is one of the driving symbols of the series. For the Zelda 
Splat Fest, players will get the option of representing one of the three pieces of the Triforce. The Triforce of Power, wielded by Ganon. The Triforce of Wisdom, wielded by Zelda. Or the Triforce of Courage, wielded by our boy Link. Uh, the developers have introduced other cute features for the event. There'll be Zelda-themed shirts and a special version of Scorch Gorge for the tricolor turf war. Seen from overhead, the map is designed to look like the three stack triangles of the Triforce. That's really cool. It is really cool, everybody. Uh, Matt G writes in, says Nintendo just announced the Zelda-themed Splatfest for Splatoon. They've done Mario and Pokemon in the past, but are there any other three-way matchups you'd like to see? Mm. I'd like to see something Sonic. Mm-hmm. Like Sonic. And this is kind of unfair, because if you do Sonic, Tails, Knuckles, Sonic's going to win automatically, but I feel like that's probably true for other Splatfests anyway, so... Yeah, if they did a Sonic thing, I'd, I'd, I'd hop in there for that. Yeah, Sonic Tails Knuckles, that's good. Yeah. Sonic Heroes. Trifecta. Sonic Heroes. That's, that's real good. What's the thing of three? I'm going to rock, paper, scissors. That's what I want. I want to rock, <laughs> right. paper. What team would you be there? Between rock, paper, scissors? Mm-hmm. I like scissors a like lot. Like at the end of the day, you're a scissors guy? At the end of the day, I think I'm a scissors guy, yeah. I, I am too. Bro. Yeah, there's something about it. I don't know what it is. I feel like it's the most fun to throw out. It is. You know? Yeah, because paper is like our... Rock, you're like, you're too confident. Yeah. Paper, you're not confident enough. Flimsy. Scissors is the happy Just medium. right. Yeah, I'm all about the <laughs> giving scissors. giving away your guys' game here. Or I'm playing mind games. I'm actually a fucking Whoa. rock guy, everybody. <laughs> no, I'm scissors, baby. I'm not, I would be, not confident enough for... Have they not done rock, paper, scissors before? That sounds like something no they would have done. Because they do do like very mundane... Um, not not calling your idea mundane. To, I get it. I know? get it, dude. I well, they do a lot of topics like mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. Is there not like a game like? Because like coming off of Zelda, like Zelda is, uh, is a great idea, obviously, because you have Tears of Kingdom coming out. But mm-hmm. then, yeah, having the, having it be the Triforce—that's such a good implementation. Like you you look at Zelda, the, the games. You're like, what do we need? Like if we're making three of a thing, it's right there for you. Yeah. Um, and that's a fun idea. I don't know which one I'm choosing between those three. The houses of Fire Emblem, three houses. Oh, that that's, that's great. A, that's a good call. That's great. Yeah. But for Zelda, which which one are you picking? Courage, power, uh, knowledge. Courage. Yeah, I, I go courage. It's the same thing. I feel like wisdom is like mm. Mm. power, <laughs> too confident. Courage, wisdom. You're the cool guy. Wisdom. Mm. Uh. Yeah, <laughs> wisdom's the paper of the Triforce rock paper scissors situation. That's fucked up. That's fucked up to say about Zelda. <laughs> I'm not wrong though. I think I might go wisdom. Like yeah. I like the, I like the idea. Of You're wisdom. a smart guy. He's a smart guy. <laughs> I go courage because uh, green is my favorite color. Mm. If there was I, a blue, go for it. Yeah, well, go for it. No, I, I, I don't know what I was going. On. I think blue I was going to say like wisdom, I like power because is it? I like yeah, villainy. Blue's wisdom. Yeah, I guess I, you're right. I always associate it with purple just because Zelda. But yeah, you're right. It's, it's blue. Nah, yeah. Even then, though, I'm still courage. Still courage. Yeah. Pa- power, I like for like the power hungry. You know, like you associate with Ganon. Like that, mm-hmm. I, I like I like siding with the villains a lot of the time. Um I don't know. There's something about the idea of wisdom, like because wisdom, Tim, it's different mm-hmm. from knowledge. You're right, right? It's different from no- wisdom. There mm-hmm. is like a level of understanding that comes with it. Mm-hmm. Like you meet somebody, you meet somebody smart, and you're like, all right, he's a smart guy. You meet somebody wise, and That's it's a like wise guy. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. You nailed it. We're not going to get better than that, everybody. <laughs> um, you know, bless Tim. One day. Me and you are going to have the most epic rock, paper, scissors off of all time. We can, have, we can do that right now. I don't want to scissor you right now. Oh, that's fair. Um, that but if I wanted sure. to know what was coming to Mom and Grop Shops today, where would I look? You would look toward the official list of upcoming software across each and every platform as listed by the Kind of Funny Games Daily Show hosts each and every weekday. Yeah. Out today, we have Mega Man Battle Network Legacy Collection. 
on PS4, Switch, and PC. We have D-Exit, Eternal Matters on PC, PS4, 5, Xbox One, and Xbox Series S and X. We have Tape, Unveil the Memories um, everywhere. Uh, we have Ultra Pixel Survive everywhere as well. Some new dates for you. Project Nightmares Case 36, Henrietta Kedward comes to Xbox and PlayStation on April 27th. Killer Frequency launches June 1st for Xbox One, Xbox Series X, and S, PS4, 5, Switch, and PC. Deals of the day. Persona 5 Royal on PS5 is $27.60 on Amazon. Go play it. Great deal. It's also on Game Pass. It's also on Game Pass. So you cannot pay that. Very solid plat. What's that? Solid platinum trophy. Oh. Yeah. Solid plat, everybody. You can do it in one playthrough. One playthrough. One plat to rule them all. Uh, reader mail time. Assassin RN writes in, do you genuinely think Tears of the Kingdom is going to run well on the Switch? Yes. Why not? You know? I, yeah. And I think it will. there will be parts, like the Lost Woods and Breath of the Wild, that do not run well. But I think overall, the game will run well. Yeah, I, I I added this question in just for the snark of it, mm -hmm. just because like, and I and I don't want to like put it on Assassin RN, right? Like a lot a lot of things that you write question. via via text, right? Isn't you're not your tone isn't gonna come off, but yeah, writing and being like, do you genuinely <laughs> like? I read it as, do you genuinely think Tears of the Kingdom is gonna run well on the Switch? And it's like, why not? Like it if it's working off the bones of Breath of the Wild, right? Like Breath of the Wild also didn't run perfectly on Switch. You had areas like the Lost Woods. You had areas um, like pretty much all like the very active, like, woody, tree-heavy areas um, running a bit slower. I expect Tears of the Kingdom to run exactly the same way Breath of the Wild ran because they're both, like, working off of this, uh, the same bones, right? Same they're working team. off of the same engine. It's, uh, it's the same team. Um, and I wanted to bring this up just to say, hey, you know, being negative doesn't all, all automatically mean that you're right. Right? <laughs> like, I I that happens a lot. To defend it, though, I, I do think that they're coming from a, a, a place of realness of, like, Pokemon Scarlet and Violet just happened. But there's differences, though, between the team that made Zelda and the team that made Pokemon Scarlet and Violet and the cadence of releases that they've put out and what the games are and like all of that stuff. There's no reason for us to think that Tears of the Kingdom is not going to run exactly as well as Breath of the Wild. Yeah. So I think we're going to get that, which, again, that comes with all the caveats there. Do I wish that I was playing Tears of a Kingdom on a 4K system with HDR and all that? 100%. Yeah, I really yeah, do. Yeah, I wish but... I was playing Tears of the Kingdom on a way more powerful system, of course, right? Yeah. Like, And I'll say that I, I'll, like, I felt that way about Nintendo's console for like years now, right? Especially after having a Steam Deck and being able to look at like, oh man, I am playing games on the go that are running. I'm playing Death Stranding on this thing and it's fucking great. That are running. That are running. <laughs> like, Forrest Gump in this bitch. Oh um, my God, yeah, I like, love it. I, 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 I would like more powerful hardware, um, but like my, my expectations for Tears of the Kingdom are basically, hey, yeah, like I'm going to get a sequel to Breath of the Wild. Yeah. It's going to look like Breath of the Wild. It's titled like now. This, uh, this team is probably more comfortable with the Switch hardware and possibly even like learning things over the last six years to have it better optimized. You have to remember that Breath of the Wild was originally developed for the Wii U. And, and then, on the Wii U. Yeah. And this on one's the not. Wii, yeah, exactly. So maybe there was uh, some things there, especially in the early uh, development cycle of the Switch. So I wouldn't be too worried. Yeah. Yeah. Sam in chat says, Nintendo does not deserve the benefit of the doubt at this point in terms of performance. Why? It's, it's not the benefit of the doubt. It's working off of a previous prior experience right like we played breath of the Wild. like we've seen this team do its thing there's no reason not to think that if they're making a game that looks pretty much the same right and like has pretty much the same kind of open world and the same kinds of things going on that's going to run similar to that again like xenoblade chronicles 3 just came out and like yeah it ran great and it looks yeah. great i think people have a hard time separating game freak from the rest of the nintendo 
Yeah, to Spall in chat, right? It's the benefit of the precedent, and that's exactly what we're talking about here, right? Yeah. Like when, we're, uh, when it comes to, the, uh, I guess, forming opinions or forming expectations, you always got to go by, all right, what's your pedigree? What has happened in the past? What are the reasons for me to doubt? To doubt? What are the reasons for me to believe, right? And if this was, if hey, if this was Pokemon Scarlet 2 and Violet 2, then I'd be like, oh, man, this shit might be rough in terms of, in terms of how it runs. Like, hey, let's... You know, let's wait for this one. But it being Tears of the Kingdom is, and us seeing enough of the trailers, I I think it's going to run probably as good as Breath of the Wild. Yes, 100%. Uh, you can go to kindofunny.com slash you're wrong to let us know what we got wrong as we screw it up live. Um, let's get in here. Um, huh. Uh, Bander S. writes in and says, Rock, Paper, Scissors was the first three-team Splatfest in Splatoon 3. It was actually the Splatfest for the beta. There we go. That's Tim Bringing all being that. ahead of the game. <laughs> or just, it was in there somewhere. Uh, Timmy, I think that's Tim being behind the game. It's, it's Tim being late to the game. <laughs> you know what? But that's Tim being, like, he's, he's so far ahead that, like, even in the future, he'd be reminiscing. Exactly. That's Whoa. how it goes. Yeah. Like Futurama goes. rules, you know? Exactly. Um, Timmy Buddy says HBO Max turns into just Max on May 23rd. Ignacio Rojas says Square Enix confirmed that Final Fantasy VII Rebirth is coming out this winter, so the game should come out before March ends, and I trust Square Enix, the company. Yeah, Square, like, <laughs> Square Enix would never delay something. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, them confirming it was just the last time we heard about the game of when they announced uh, the title and stuff, so... Jury's still out on whether or not they stick to it. But I've been talking about benefit of the doubt and stuff with where Square's been recently. I have no reason to think they're not going to hit that. Yeah. I mean, winter, well, they said winter 2020. They said winter next year, I guess, in the trailer. Yeah. Um, which, again, could mean February. Like, next February is still winter, right? And so I think adding in that space for Wiggle Room makes sense. And, yeah, it makes me think that, hopefully, yeah, I, I wouldn't be surprised to see it hit. Yeah. When they, when they, before yeah, March. What do you think is more likely, them launching in December or February? I don't think December's a chance. Like I, at this point, I think that uh, it's not this year. I think it'll be next year. And like, if I had to bet, I don't think it's going to make it in winter. Technically, I think that April feels right to me. Yeah. I I'm going to say it hits the that forespoken slot. I think I think late January. Wow. Yeah. Hmm. Interesting. Interesting. Let us know in the comments below when you think it'll hit. That's what we got for you there. That's what we got. Um, we are about to do our super fun little hangout where you can super chat away and we'll answer your questions. Uh, what they have to do with the news stories we talked about today, news stories we missed, whatever it is. We're going to hang out and talk video games with you with Snow Bike Mike as well. And then after that, hang out. Stay tuned. The stream is about to be absolutely incredible. Absolutely epic. We are doing a race across America. Us versus hang time. There's a bunch of challenges in the studio set up. <laughs> Pandemonium will ensue. <laughs> Can you please send that to Barrett? Listen, it's close. <laughs> awesome. Let's Fucking go. Awesome. Oh, man. Somebody answered the call and uh, did the logo based on Blessings instructions. Uh, next week's hosts are Greg and me on Monday, me and Bless on Tuesday, Bless and Andy Wednesday, Bless and me on Thursday, and me and Steven Spawn Whoa. on Friday. Very exciting stuff. My first time ever doing a show with him. 
So that should be a good time. Um, if you're watching live, remember, we're trying something new with YouTube Super Chats. Uh, only on YouTube in a live stream, there's going to be a 30-minute post show where Snowbike Mike comes in to talk to us games daily hosts about your super chat questions uh stay tuned after the handshake today for that it's gonna be a great time uh this has been kind of funny games daily each and every weekday live right here on youtube.com slash kind of funny games and twitch.tv slash kind of funny games we run you through all the video game news that you need to know until next time i love you all be good